The podcast where we talk about a movie we don't remember well. What's the name of the show? Toad's Recall? Okay. Isn't it? What did he say? I think that's what he said, but I felt like it was like hard to hear. Okay, well, I Just in case you were like, I thought I was listening to This American We are crushing this over. Spoiler, little behind the brain activity on Dan. I always want to say toadsrecall.com. And I have to actively not add .com. Wow. I love it. It's been three years and I never yeah. knew. But you think about it though, there's got to be at least one person who goes to toadsrecall.com and streams the episode from there. And yep. if you ever did that, they'd be like, they're talking to me. They're talking to just me, <laughs> the one on toadsrecall.com. Uh, go there. Mm-hmm. The podcast where we talk about a movie we don't remember well. Watch that movie, <laughs> eat two pizzas, two salads. Thank you, patrons, for your patronage. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. We appreciate you. Really do. Yes. Appreciating us. Aww. Oh. I thought about it that way. Yeah, it's really nice. It's cool. Sweet. And then we talk about the movie again, what we've learned, how it reflects on USA being number one. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, how it's changed our lives, et cetera, et cetera. My name is Dan. I'm Molly. I'm also Dan. And I'm Beth. And our movie this week is Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Uh, the final cut. Oh. We put a vote out to all the totes heads out there on Twitter.com and Patreon.com. And the results are in Final Cut. Great. In a landslide, Ooh. kind of. Okay. I don't know what def- was defined in a landslide, but it wasn't close. Sure. There was a there was a noticeable lead for the Final Cut. Yeah. Right. So thank you to those people that participated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no thank you to the person that suggested we watch the uh, the cinematic release and then go back and watch the director's cut because I could not. We would be here until two in the morning. Isn't there only like a difference, like four minutes? I mean, time, yeah, but yeah. then you're. Well, but it's not like one four minute segment. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. There are like, I think, literally eight different cuts of this movie that have been showed publicly. Whoa. Mm. Which kind of makes me think, like, maybe do it right the first time. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll get to that, Side I guess. Turn. <laughs> I kind of feel the same way. Like, why are there so many cuts? Yeah. I mean, like, one's oh, like. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. No, 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 this is the one. <laughs> I mean, any movie's going to have a couple because one's like broadcast. Sure. So like they got to take yeah. out boobs, maybe. Sure, but I, I don't, don't think, and I don't think that counts. That doesn't get you eight. About this stuff. Anyway. Is that a bet? That they took out boobs. <laughs> sure. Let's <laughs> bets. How there will you are conf- boobs? Oh, I see. Yes. Yeah. That's too bad. That's our first bet. Yeah, that's too bad. <laughs> but that's the way it is. Uh, I well, already know back, what it's down. It's in the book. <laughs> Jaquette boobs. <laughs> you wrote Jaquette boobs. Oh, there's a dash. Yeah, okay. There's a dash. I, since I did some research on how we were going to watch whatever we were going to watch, you know what year this movie came out? Great. Does anyone else want to take a swing at it? Yes. 1987. I was going to say 86. Well, but I really (laughs) was waiting, hoping that somebody would also say something so I could narrow down the decades. Great. So, yeah. I mean, I could be wrong. Mm. Uh. Well, my my car bet driving over here. Yeah. 1979. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe it is a 70s. It's way er- that's way early. Uh, I don't right? know. I don't know. That's uh. Because well, but... is it like pre Star Wars? I don't think so. Because H.E. Ford 
I feel like he looks slightly older in this movie than he did Harrison in Star Wars <laughs> Episode Four, the first one. I was like, who is H-E-4? <laughs> H-E-4. Not like H-dot-E. I don't know what his middle name is. If you know Harrison Ford's middle name, tweet at us. Yeah. What's that? Middle Ford. Yep. Mm -hmm. I bet it's James. <laughs> sure. Ooh. Harrison James. Harrison James. I bet oh, it's that's a good George. Bet. Great. Mm -hmm. I bet it's Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> I would have worked better if Beth had said John. But that's where my brain went. I don't care. Great. James. Got him, got him down. Good. Molly? Oh, it, you covered them all. Okay. Yeah, those are the three possible little names for <laughs> men of a certain age. Uh, right. He's not going to tweet us. He notoriously hates... Is he even on the interaction? Do you think he'll send us like a handwritten letter? I mean, he might like helicopter to our recording spot and like just hang out. shut up. Yeah. Get off my plane. Or he'll say what he famously said apparently when promoting the new Blade Runner movie, which is, by the way, why we're doing this. Oh yeah, it's out today. Is it? See it. Is that going to work out? Yeah. Nice. That's the plan. Are we also promoting... Synergy. Oh, no. I mean, you can see it if you want to, whatever, who yeah. cares? Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to tap that market, though. Right. Yeah. Trying to get that synergy going. Oh, synergy. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, God. Sorry. When I, you know we've done this for, like, eight other movies, right? <laughs> no, I understand. No, the word synergy is completely ruined for me, because when I worked at I Time mean, Warner, and Time Warner got purchased yeah. by AOL, yeah. Synergy was all anybody could talk about. Sure, it's the worst. And it was a euphemism for we are going to torture you with eight-hour meetings, mm. and then at the end find out no one wants to pay for this crap that <laughs> we came up with. Can I ask a question that's not important? Yes. Uh, for synergy, what does synergy mean? Like, is that a combination of two words? I want to say it's like something and energy. Oh, like synthesis and energy? Yeah. Yeah, oh. but I think it's its own word on its own right, but I would not put it past corporate America to make some shit up. Yeah. It sounds very made up. I just assume Also, it it's up. the name of the hologram computer for Jim and the holograms. She'd be like, Synergy, show me where bad guy is. Great. Yeah. Whoa. I think it's defined as uh, two or more things working together to work better. Yeah. Like the sum of the parts is yeah. better than the whole. Yeah. I, mean, I guess I like know the general meaning of oh, okay. Synergy, just not its origins. Etymology. Uh, yes. So, gem and the holograms. Yeah, yeah. Holograms. sounds like it. Yep. Great. Great. Are there holograms in this movie? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably. Gonna I'm going to take that. I will double down on that bet. Holograms. Does anyone remember no. what happens <laughs> in this movie? I would love to hear you remember what happens in yeah, this movie. Yeah, I would also Ford love to hear Harrison Ford is yep. in it. There are lots of long, establishing shots. Mm -hmm. Of it's what? a future that's dirty and has lots of blue lighting. Great. Yeah. And some stuff happens. There's a woman, maybe, and um, some kind of conflict. <laughs> and at the end, I feel like he ends up a loner, maybe sadder than when he started. Ooh, Ooh yeah. solid bet. Great. So that's that, it. That's the movie. Okay. Yeah. And uh, with that, do you. <laughs> the only addition that I have to what Molly just said is I feel like it's raining. Mm -hmm. Oh, a so lot. Sure. It's like in Seattle. No, I'm just kidding. But it, it could is be. raining Who knows? a lot. Yeah. Future do, Seattle. Do I oh, is it you... future LA? Future Japan? All great questions. There's I a lot of it neon was lights. Filmed in Osaka. Oh. Oh. Fun fact. Does that mean that my brain sits. pulled out Japan somehow? I'm so proud. If that's right. If it's mm -hmm. not, that's pretty typical. So. <laughs> Do either of you have any idea of what might be in any way the cause of this conflict? No. Robots? Sure. I feel like there's a guy. Mm -hmm. I can think of like at the end, he's like 
in the rain hanging off a building or something or like on a like a ledge so far it's something like spider-man that's bad someone on a ledge <laughs> i don't know if they're on a ledge but ending in a as ledge much as they are like up high okay a precarious and, position yeah in the rain yes in the rain okay. <laughs> he's very pale the bad Ooh, guy very good mm. and maybe bald no mm. um or like very blonde hair oh yeah there's some very blonde there's hairs. some very blonde hair in this movie um is she a robot know. that looks like a human and isn't sure whether she's human that's the the main theme of this movie oh, okay mm-hmm. great and book book yes so this is another in our ongoing series of philip k dick novel adaptations Mm -hmm. it is yeah this is a pk dick book (laughs) titled do androids dream of electric sheep oh i believe there's a question there is a question mark. yeah oh which is a book i've read i've also read it and enjoyed (laughs) thoroughly i also enjoyed it wow i guess i knew that but also didn't know that (laughs) (laughs) i'm right there with you i don't think like, I feel like there's only maybe, like, the surface, like, 10% of the book is actually incorporated into the movie. By the time I read the book, I watched the movie first. Yeah. Oh, I have a story about when I watched this yeah. movie. Yeah! The first time I saw this movie was when I was at Epcot Center. Mm-hmm. Oh, future must be nice. Competing in a high school robotics tournament. <laughs> oh! Okay. The National... Okay. Robotics tournament. No, oh, national. I watched it on my friend's laptop. Ooh. It was very dark and I fell asleep. Nice. <laughs> I fell asleep also watching this movie. Yeah. Also on that trip, here's what the nerds do on robotics trips. We talked in Russian accents for most of the trip. <laughs> <laughs> and attached a bunch of yo-yos to our ceiling fan and left it on. What? Great. Did it cause damage? When we turned it off, it did because the inertia... like. It comes on slow enough that yeah. the yo-yos yeah. get going, but once you turn it off, right. the yo-yos spin harder other, right? than the fan blade, and yeah, it gets all, it was a mess. Wow. And then wow. we turned the Did AC on to, to, like, full blast. No. We were terrible high school kids. <laughs> and like, were you, though? I mean... In the relative scheme of things? In the relative scheme of things, no, we didn't, like, kill anyone. <laughs> wow. But we wasted That's a lot of table. energy and people's time. Yeah. Yeah, well... Yeah, teenagers will kill people. Sure, it happens. USA number one. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, this movie is about H.G. Ford, who... H.G. Ford? Oh, right. George. You picked George. Okay, yeah. Uh, Is a Blade Runner? What does that mean? so. Is that like a... What is a Blade Runner? Repo Man for androids? Sort of. Oh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I think so. I think Blade Runner is like slang for the people that are like simultaneously... Bounty hunters of the robots or androids, whatever they call them. Replicants. Replicants? Dan's bet they call them replicants. That sounds, that sounds familiar. Right. <laughs> uh, they're like the bounty hunters for them when they become a problem, and then they're also like experts at identifying them because they look so much like people. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he's trying to find the androids, replicants. Or like one of them or something. Like one or two? Yeah. I feel like the basic. Like I feel like the inciting incident for you ah, screenwriter heads out there yeah. is that a group of replicants have gone rogue mm. and H.R. Ford <laughs> has been hired to find them and terminate them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not the Terminator, though. No. he. Sorry. That's he, Arnold Schwarzenegger. There's probably another weird... Uh, uh, like 
ice um there's honestly there probably there's dan's bet there probably is some weird like corporatized sanitary way of explaining what he does when it is actually just literally shooting robots in their robot heads synergize yeah synergizes them. erase no it's probably somewhere that eraser is also an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that one's great because it's got a rail gun Oh. Which one? Eraser? Yeah, doesn't it? I don't know. I think he shoots super high-speed aluminum. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet at us, Schwartz heads. Yeah. Hashtag, what dead eraser gun? Yeah. And then if it's a rail gun or not. Great. The other theme of this is, is he a replicant? Right. And I honestly don't remember if that ever gets resolved, or if it's left open-ended, or if I just can't remember. I did, think, did you end up actually watching the end of the movie? At well, some point in I watched time? it a second time okay. with my wife because she was interested, and I was like, "Oh, that's a movie I should like. I'll give it another go." Uh-huh. <laughs> and that time we both fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so I may not have seen this entire movie because I fell asleep both times I tried to watch it. Great. I know when I watch this, this uh, this movie is on the list of American Film Institute's 100 Greatest Films, which I have seen. <laughs> Uh, but we go. it is one of those movies where I was like, okay, just got to get through this movie to get through the rest of this. <laughs> That's what I remember of it. Mm. I remember it being boring. I watched this movie, or I had seen this movie before, but then I had to watch this movie in college mm. for a class. Oh. I do not remember which cut we had to watch, but it was specifically, we were specifically told to watch a specific cut, yeah. and I don't know why now. At the time, <laughs> I did, because our TA explained like what elements were in this cut. That they wanted to talk about. That would be so useful. Yeah, yeah. it would. That's why we put it out to a vote. Because I know people have specific opinions about yes. what is the best cut. Yeah. Right. Maybe I watched the boring cut. Maybe. I mean, if they're all um, around the same runtime, I don't know if that's going to hold up. I believe, and we'll, as I told someone on Twitter, we'll briefly skim Wikipedia and then make bold claims about the difference. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. In the second half. Uh, but I think, uh, Jaquette's bet, it's mostly to do with the amount of narration. Oh, sure. Uh, so is it like a film noir feeling? Like, like voiceover? dark and... Yeah, yeah, I believe this is like a... Modern is film noir? cyberpunk? Sci-fi? I think it's a noir. cyberpunk noir cyberpunk or something. neo-noir. Yeah. Something like that. Mm. I don't know. Shut up, Well, in nerds. that case, things are <laughs> definitely not going to go well for the lady. No, definitely no. not. Yeah, the dame. Yeah. The future dame. Uh, I don't think it's going to pass Bechdel Wallace either. Oh, great. I'll go yeah. and put that out Probably there. Probably not. I agree I, with that. I honestly only think that Harrison Ford and the bad guy are in this movie. <laughs> I think the lady is Daryl Hannah. Oh, wow. Sure. That sounds right. That's. Wow. She's a lady. She's yeah. got blonde hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She but does. I think her blonde hair is a wig in this. Well, that, that think... sounds like a. Sub bet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure there are two ladies in this movie. I am fairly certain they're never in the same scene together. Yeah. Okay. So this, I'm so excited about this movie. <laughs> oh there are just a lot of episodes of Friends that we could be watching. Ugh, that's for if our patrons Ugh. go to patreoncom slash recall. Yep. And contribute, I can't remember how much money. $1,000. $1,000 a month. But we only need less than that now. Yeah, Go thank you, current patrons. Oh, whatever calculator program. Yes. Do 1000 minus whatever our current bid is. Yep. Then get... That number minus one of your other friends yep. to also go to Patreon and yep. donate one dollar. Yep. It'll all hit. We'll do an episode of Big Friends Bang. Yep. The class the instant classic podcast that doesn't yet exist. Yeah. Where we watch 
episodes of Friends and episodes of Bing Bang Theory in parallel and discuss, I don't know, the degradation of American culture or something. Which is better? I think that's the main thrust. Like, which sitcom is better? I think it was more like, are they just basically the same? Oh, yeah. Is Bing Bang Theory the Friends of today? Yeah, because do we just remember Friends with more love than it deserves? Oh, man. The more I think about it, the more similar they are. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, gross. Um... (laughs) So do that. Patreon.com. Yeah. Dollar? Hey, that's not much. It's not less than a, the price of a coffee, probably. Probably <laughs> most most places, yeah. I mean, it depends yeah. on where you shop. Or yeah. if you make it yourself, I guess. Oh gosh, although I started to calculate that. Yeah. Coffee is very expensive. And it's gonna get more expensive. Hashtag climate change is real. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, speaking of uh, the terrors of future of humanity, this yep. movie, uh, <laughs> as boring as a lot of people find it, I really liked it mostly mm-hmm. because as a sci-fi head. Uh, it has a very cool aesthetic. Yeah, this is like an important movie for mm-hmm. sci-fi. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like it's in the top 100 films. <laughs> it's of an important America. film. Yeah, <laughs> but it like it sets a tone that people hadn't seen before. Mm-hmm. Right. This is like I think so. The first cyberpunk movie. Oh, I'm way out of my depth. Tweet at me, nerds. It's got to be like Tron, though, right? I, oh, Tron. Yeah, but Tron, Tron was much Tron. more like... <laughs> Tron, Tron was before m- this movie? I feel I like think it was. So. Tron's yeah. not dirty enough, though. And not... It's like a little goofier. <laughs> I think you were going to say, and not good. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> is Tron's it? Great. Uh, I mean, I remember Tron being great. Sure, but That's who knows? the reason I know what High Lie is. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> they have like a digital High Lie? Yeah, they play... Yeah. Beep beep Uh but yeah, this is probably I don't know, like this is probably the first movie like cause Star Wars they always talk about how it's like, oh, it made like a it, it created a universe that looked lived in and like old and dirty. Yeah. But like this one sort of like took that to the extreme where it was like, Well, what if it was never clean to begin with? I think it's sort of the unspoken idea of this yeah. sci fi universe. Which is a type of sci fi I like. Yeah. Like I should like this movie. Yeah. That's why I've tried to watch it twice. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, I don't know, I fall asleep. Well, it's also, like, uh, Ridley Scott, who is, you know, can sometimes go up his own asshole a little bit. So that <laughs> might be why people fall asleep, because it's just sort of like, well, what if instead of looking at more of these beautiful vistas of, like, this crazy giant sci-fi city, uh, we just watch Harrison Ford, like, sit in his apartment and look dour. Because there's definitely <laughs> at least one of those scenes in this movie where there's just, like, an underlying... Probably synthetic keyboard or orchestra tone, where it's just Harrison Ford just like looking dour while a neon light like flashes in his face from outside or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't sound great. Yeah, I like this is like you said, this is a movie that I should like, but I just from all the descriptions I'm getting and from my own lack of memory of yeah. the movie, I just feel like I I am not gonna like it. I mean, it's not fun. <laughs> Like, this is like, I don't know, like, it's like when we watch Silence of the Lambs. It's just going to be a lot of, like, sadness and violence. Except in this case, there's robots and neon. What? I like all those things. Yeah. How did I get suckered into doing this movie? Hey, we watched two divorce movies in a row, all right? Yeah. We can watch a dirty space movie. Jesus, we finally watched your freaking Lohan twin movie. We can watch at least one sad, dour movie. Yeah. Dan and I want to watch movies about sad men. Jesus Christ. Can we just wa- can there just be one movie where sad white men are represented? <laughs> oh, Molly, speaking of your needs, I think there might be a snake in this movie that gets harmed. Oh no. But I think the snake might turn out to be a robot snake. Does that count? Oh. Oh, well, there's a sorry. I mean no. Okay, great. 
I mean, no, it doesn't make it any better. Oh, I still oh, feel bad okay. for it. Still counts? It. Yeah, still Two-part question. Okay. I guess the answer is yes. Well, <laughs> if the answer was no, it was a two-part question. But I was wondering if a snake counted, because some people are grossed out by snakes right. and mm-hmm. don't care. They're not cute, so they don't care. Yep. Yeah. And then robots also. But it sounds like you're both on board with that. Yeah. I mean, I'm grossed out by snakes. Sure. They move in a weird way that's unpredictable. So if a robot version is killed? I mean, it's... Do you think a, I don't think I would have been bothered either way because it's not real. Sure. <laughs> Do you think a robot snake would move more predictably because it's a robot? I mean, is it being powered by a bunch yeah. of high schoolers at Epcot Center? <laughs> You're saying we couldn't make realistic robots? <laughs> what kind of robots did you make? Were they all on treads? Uh, I was in it for two years. Mm-hmm. Our first year, it had a basket. Okay. It, it, it like competed in a game. Okay. This one was like lifting, picking up and lifting pillows. Sure. Oh my god. Oh, sorry, I was into engineering. <laughs> Yeah, sorry he helped bring about what will eventually murder us all. Yeah. Uh, and the other one... Do you think that was like, so they could figure out how the, the robots could lift the pillows to then put other on... other people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the AIs will retrain them to do that, yeah. Yeah, we had to go push the pillows onto soccer balls right. as hard as we could. Yeah. You know? It's fine. I don't know. It's fine. And the second one, I don't remember the main goal, but like, it was failing at that part, so yeah. we just made an arm that could grab onto a pole and lift itself up because oh, you could get that's points. That's also terrifying. You get yeah. points if you could completely raise your robot off the ground. Oh. So we're like, we'll just do that thing yeah. and forget about everything else. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I went to school for journalism and I did a story on the robotics competition. Ah. And I, ha- I remember that a clip of that with the people pulled the robot terrifying. up on a pole. Right. It's it called... was just as boring as <laughs> I believe the organization is called FIRST, if you want to go research this more. What does it stand for? I don't know. Something something robots? Yeah, science technology. Sure. Uh, and one of the co-founders Future. is the... Future. Future Robotics. You missed the eye. Ro- Future, Future Robotics. 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 Okay. Science technology. Sure. That's yeah. it. Anyway, one of the founders is the also the inventor of the Segway. Dean came in and I met him. No big deal. I wonder if he cares about people going into space to explore beyond the reaches of our planet. I don't think so. He made like a water purification thing and maybe the insulin pump. He's made a lot of things that help people on the ground Mm -hmm. in America. Mm -hmm. So all of these things we're talking about, as much as, again, as boring as you're all probably going to find this movie, all of these things are relevant to the premise of this movie because in this version of the future yeah uh the elites of humanity have moved they are no longer on earth oh or at least they're planning to move uh robots have been well gone well advanced picking up pillows and now look almost exactly like us and now there's the ethical question of what is a blade runner actually doing when it ends the processes of a robot when it's shooting it in the head right oh Uh, it's a robot murder robot murder right and yeah, also Edward James almost is in it. Oh. Ah. Oh. Um, there's also there's a there's a kooky inventor guy that I just remember. Oh yeah, who's got round spectacles? Sure, and is like Benjamin Franklin. Jittery, yeah, it's Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> Future Benjamin Franklin. That could be an homage, for all we know. We Maybe. Don't know. And uh, one thing I one thing I do find delightful about this movie is the idea of the. Voigt-Kampf test, mm-hmm. I believe that, which is a some sort of verbal test to give to replicants to see if they feel things. Yeah. But the format, I don't know. I just I would follow a Twitter account that was just fake Voigt-Kampf tests. Uh-huh. So if you know about that Twitter, oh, like fake questions yeah. for the Voigt-Kampf. Because they're all yeah. like, you're walking down the street. There's a dog. 
it's red. What do you do? Uh-huh. And like just weird semi-random statements. Yeah, and it just the machine just like follows like their pupil dilations yeah. and like a bunch of weird crap. Yeah, but the new ones they can't sense it, so that's maybe why HG Ford is a replicate, or isn't, or isn't, or whatever. I don't know. This is sounding a lot like Westworld. I mean, it's some of the same questions about the future and robotics sure yeah what is so life? what you're saying is that blade runner did not answer these questions <laughs> no certainly not <laughs> they didn't put it to rest uh it actually didn't answer these questions so much that people have been talking about it for so many decades that hr ford in promotional tours for the new blade runner when asked if he thought his character was replicant his response was it doesn't matter what i think in classic hr ford response <laughs> mm, that's true yeah Uh, Because people have been talking about it for years, and I think Ridley Scott has a very specific opinion about it, and then other people have less specific opinions about it. Like, whether he is or is not Mm. also a replicant. Yeah. Couldn't you just find that by reading the book? No, because in the book, there's this whole, like, subplot about, like, this weird virtual religion that people are following, and that takes up some time, Mm. and then I don't actually remember... Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I'd have to read the end again to remember, like, how explicit it gets. A lot of it's more just like, wow, did I just murder people or not? Not so much, am I one of those people that I just murdered or not? Yeah. Yeah. What does it mean to be human? Mm. Mm. Well, I find out in the second half. Wow. (laughs) Uh, How many uh, Benjamin Franklin robot spectacles? (laughs) Oh, wait. Just the glasses? Just the the glasses. Okay, cool. Uh... All right, will you give this movie, do you think? Well, man, I don't know. I remember really liking it as a angsty college student and a angsty college student who read a lot of sci-fi. Sure. Um, but now, you know, I'm also usually more critical of movies when we watch them because mm. that's the whole point. Right. Uh, so I might also find it as boring as you all anticipate finding mm-hmm. it, uh, but probably slightly less boring than all of you find it. So I'm going to say... Three spectacles and a monocle. Oh. <laughs> three and a half, Dan. Okay. Let's see what I, have. <laughs> I was having a real hard time figuring out how to write that down. I think I'm going to be bored by this movie. So <laughs> that's all I got. Great. Two? Great. Two? Two? Great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am trying to leave myself open to the idea of liking this movie. Mm. Because it seems like a movie I should really like. Right. But I think all movies should probably be about 90 minutes. And I think this runs over that. <laughs> like barely, right? I think it's two hours. Okay. It's like around two so hours. So roughly the same length as Mrs. Doubtfire. Which is too long of a movie. Yeah, oh my for gosh. sure. That's kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> you get to make two hours of film in your lifetime. How are you going to use it? Oh, Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to say three. Sure. Because I'm worried it's going to be boring and long. I don't think I'm going to fall asleep this time. Yeah. Because there'll be more people yeah. in the room. I'll throw yeah. something at you. If you and it won't sleep. be like dark. Yeah, like I was and... in a dark hotel room the first time. Oh, sure. In bed. Yeah. And then the second time, probably in the on the couch. You're yeah. also worn out. You had to use your brain all day. Oh and right, making robots, engineering, yeah. and yeah. like Get that robot to go looking oh, at the world of tomorrow, breaking fans. Or yeah. is that after the movie? I don't know. Okay, speaking wow. in Russian all day. Sure, that's got to be exhausting <laughs> for your brain to pretend. Yeah. What did I say? Yeah. Three. Yeah. You are taking a space barge to Planet Coward. Yeah. That's yep. right. Yeah. Uh, normally I would, I would join you on Planet Coward, but, uh, I'm feeling spicy and I want to be true to my memory. And my memory is that I did not stay awake. So I'm going to give it a two. Okay. And hope 
that after the break, it'll be more like a four and I will feel ashamed yeah. of my previous two rating. I'm sure. up for that. Yeah, I'm up for feeling ashamed. So it's a- <laughs> 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 All right, Ridley Scott, it's up to you, man. <laughs> it's all on you. And with that, uh, we're going to hit pause, go watch Blade Runner, the final cut, and we'll be right back. Um, um, and we're back. We have just watched 117 minutes of rain and pauses and oh, some murder. My God. I oh, mean, is it murder? murder? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's murder. murder. <laughs> Did they murder? Yes. It's was... called retirement in this. Yeah. Oh, okay. To jump straight to that bit. The fancy term for killing replicants is retire. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's happening? This movie came out. I just out ran the... out of gas so <laughs> I'm ready to go. I was being polite. Okay, sorry. What did this mean? Anyway, 1982 is the when original. this movie came out. Yeah. Right. So that puts Beth closest with 79. Yeah. Okay. Good job. Uh, but the version we watched, the final cut, yep. was released in 2007. Okay. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Was it released theatrically or did they just go out? Briefly, on... yes. Oh, okay. uh, so this is the 25th anniversary uh, remastered and, and some other things did you have time to do a, a skim of wikipedia i did a skim nice and then i my eyes glazed over and i was like <laughs> oh god i can't read all of this it's so like watching I, the movie over again yeah so i re i re-googled and found a stack exchange that summarizes it a lot bullet better. points yeah bullet nice. points is so much better which i'm going to further summarize sure yeah <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. Uh, most of the differences... Are, okay, so most of the differences concern either the amount of voiceovers, the ending, uh, or the unicorn dream. Okay. Okay. So the uh, the original theatrical release has voiceovers. 82. 82. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, Just a voiceover in general? I think, like, Deckard voices, like, narrates... Oh, like, oh, that like noir style. style. Very noir. I Just, like, I walked into the... Like, yeah, fill in all the space that was left in that movie, <laughs> yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, but it would also probably be terrible. Yeah, yeah so it's, our, yeah. It's cheesy. our version did not have that, obviously, yeah. right? Okay. Um, and then the theatrical release has a happier ending. Deckard oh. and Rachel drive through the countryside. What? So what? the implication is like they get away. Or uh, in like a future car? The theatrical release. Okay. Okay. And there is no unicorn tree. Okay. okay. <laughs> and then you miss out on the unicorn tree. Yeah. 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 The director's <laughs> cut... <gasps> Uh, takes out the voiceovers, takes out the happy ending, mm-hmm. and there is the unicorn dream. That's basically what we watched. Okay. So uh, then our final cut version is the same as the director's cut. Uh-huh. It adds uh, the new scene with Deckard at the piano. Thank you for that garbage <laughs> scene. Where Wait. It's like on the piano, just like tap it away. Oh, the one sad. between the unicorn dream? I think like so. Like the one probably. that got like... Pushed. Yeah. Not the one where she's playing the piano? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I mean, those are two very different scenes. So. New yeah. scene, Deckard at piano. <laughs> or they... It just says Deckard at piano? Yeah. Okay, then I guess it's the one without her. Yeah, and yeah. then uh, they did some remastering, I think, as well. Sure. To mm. make it look better. They tend I to do that. I think we saw the right one. Yeah. 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 I, so I thank you. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for engagement. That's probably the one I would have advocated yeah. for if I'd done any research. And knowing the difference between <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. 
um, I guess the unicorn dream is somehow evidence that he is a replicant. Yeah, or like his, like his brain has been like his whatever images are in his brain have been manipulated somehow. Yeah, because there's a unicorn, almost origami at the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. is that what that is? I think that's what the point of that dream is. Oh, yeah, I see. They, I don't know. Yeah, I mean that that would make sense because he was like. I think he's a replicant because his nose didn't rip in pieces. Yeah, he seems to be very resilient. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you could say that about literally all men in all yeah. action movies. Oh. From <laughs> I was, I was full the stop. All men, tough men, 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 men. No, men. Uh, but most men. In, I feel like in almost any movie from like the last thirty years, where they have to get the shit kicked out of them, it's sort of like uh, some of these men at least would just like blackout by this point right yeah i guess or, so. like, i don't know i just like well it seems like there's a moment where she sort of seems to realize what she's up against daryl hannah yeah oh but sure. then she does a bunch of gymnastics so i don't know yeah yeah speaking of men we should get to the first bet that was made okay, okay. which is that there are boobs mm-hmm. <laughs> unnecessary yep yeah. there are okay a couple times yeah I think. All right. Thanks. A couple times. Okay. The snake lady. Snake lady. That's, That's a very obvious I one. Oh, I see. If you were really looking, there was some other times. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I wasn't. Yeah, that really bothered me because there was no reason why she had to be topless. She was topless for like I don't know, thirty seconds. Yeah. No mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. But then she puts on a crazy raincoat. Yes. It's just yeah. clear. Stiff plastic. Yeah. yeah. Future clothes. The raincoat was actually pretty great because she gets shot at the end of that scene. Yeah. And it shows a lot of blood splatter mm-hmm. within yeah. the coat. Mm-hmm. And then we get to see blood within the vodka glass later. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a couple other little references here and there. It seemed like Themes. blood in the window. Yes. Mm-hmm. What's the blood theme? I don't know. Just, just blood. Blood, okay. <laughs> blood like, against well, clear. Blood in stuff. It is stuff. interesting, though, because they're robots and they have blood. So, yeah. like, what makes it different between, like, he bleeds uh, or Decker bleeds and... Yeah, like Billy Shakes said, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you cut us, we'd be bleeding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what, That's what Billy Shakes said. said. <laughs> yeah. 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 I do think that if you have to give something a test to find out whether it's human or not, you probably shouldn't kill it. Mm-hmm. I had a thought during the, I guess maybe the Daryl Hannah scene. Which uh, Daryl Hannah Final scene, or her final scene, where she's about to be killed. Oh, yeah. She's, she's like a she's terrifying fighting. mannequin person. Yeah. yeah. She she makes herself into a terrifying mannequin person to E.T. style blend in among <laughs> other terrifying yeah, that's right. mannequin yeah. uh, creatures. And um, the gig is up. She gets shot. And instead of... Like kind of falling to the ground, um, she starts kicking in this sort of both um, oddly not human kind of way, and also this really desperate mm-hmm. human way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they cut back to Harrison. I don't have a middle name for it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Which, by the way, he doesn't have a middle he name. He has no middle name. Yeah. So we were all right. Here's the thing. Actually, no, I was right because I didn't guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Molly was right. Um, but here is a fun fact. Yes. That there, there was a silent film actor named Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. So d- to distinguish himself from that Harrison Ford, he's credited in a movie or two as Harrison J. Ford. Ooh. But the J stands for nothing. For stands joke. For J. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That's for ha ha ha. Yeah. Joke's on you. Joke's on you. I don't have a middle name. 
Oof. Who needs middle names? Exactly. Yeah. So Daryl Hannah is uh, is uh, convulsing on the floor, and I just had this uh, very vivid memory of how just last night I was unable to kill a moth hmm. because it was moving in a weird way, and it was so alive, and it was so big. It just seemed so big to kill. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think there was something really visceral about that moment of him coming to terms with having to kill this creature. Yeah, it was very much like an injured animal thing mm-hmm. where like, she was clearly incapacitated and was clearly suffering. Yeah. And it was not going to get better. Yeah, and she also didn't want to die. Yeah. Yeah. So. She was great. I mean, Daryl yeah. Hannah was great. Just in yeah. general. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. sure. She crushed it yeah. in this movie. She was, really she was terrifying, mm-hmm. but also, like, Likeable. Sympathetic? Yeah, yeah. sympathetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, really, I really liked all the characters in this movie, except for Harrison Ford's yeah. character, <laughs> who was boring I don't think AF. you're supposed to like him. He's so boring. Yeah. And, like, I, he made so many weird faces. <laughs> he made a lot of weird <laughs> he faces. He made a lot of weird faces. I was like, does he know what faces he <laughs> He made a lot of weird faces. I feel like yeah. he's like, I'm scared, but it, like, was reading as, like, huh? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that might have been, like, a... That might have been a combination of, like, Harrison Ford's now famous just, like, dubiousness about all bullshit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I wonder if that was just, like, the director was just like, okay, so now the robot lady <laughs> is running across the <laughs> windows. She's breaking through a bunch of windows and you're shooting at her. You know what I mean? Like, it feels like that maybe is just, like, the Harrison Ford brain just being like, I don't, I don't know how to respond to this. Yeah. I don't actually know how to humanly react to what I you're mean, telling me. That's what it read like. Yeah. It read like, I am a robot trying to enact human emotion. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe oh. he was doing, oh. I'm a replicant, maybe so he's... I'll make insane things yeah. that humans don't make. Maybe he's the best actor ever. Yeah. It's possible. Well, because especially early on when he's just the exposition time, yeah. where the detective is just basically giving the lowdown on the four replicants that he needs to hunt down and kill. he's just like sneering at that video. Yeah, yeah, and he has just the weirdest expression. I thought. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. You're welcome. It also might have just been like they were in the (laughs) most smoke-filled room ever, and he just like couldn't breathe very well or something. He's just like, "Eh." (laughs) who knows? Yeah. Either he's making faces that make no sense, or he can't control his face and act like he could have a different face. He's not a good actor. (laughs) I'll just say it. Come at me. Harrison Ford, don't. You could probably still beat me up. Yeah. But like, I was not convinced. He'll definitely like just like land his chopper on your head or yeah, something. Probably. I think he I think he grew into himself over the years. I think he's been a decent actor in some other movies when he's an older, more grizzled Harrison Ford. Uh, I've liked him a lot in things. But he's in this in he wasn't. Air doing Force it for One, me. right? Yeah. He oh yes. He rules Air, Air Force One. Hair Force. Go ahead. Air Force One. Air Force. Air Force. Air Force. Air Force. Air Force. Air Force. <laughs> yep. Uh I don't know. He was just like some weird carpenter, right? Before these movies. Yeah. Was he? Like he got picked up by George. And he was a honk at American Graffiti. Yeah. And then George was like, okay, put the vest on. And then uh, <laughs> he got a laser gun. And yeah. you're friends with a dog man. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, all right. And then somehow that worked <laughs> as a career. Now he's it. the top grossing actor of all time. Really? Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. Or the movies that he's made. Are, sure. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. He has been in grossing. a lot of yeah. very... Like successful, successful yeah. franchises. Good for him. Good mm-hmm. for H for it. Good job. Must you be know nice. who else has done a really good job and must be nice? In general? Honestly, uh, is uh, Brian McCain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Brian McCain uh, became a Patreon sponsor. Became uh, a patron? Patron. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He became a patron. Yeah. Still not sure. They never emailed me back on how to pronounce <laughs> it. 
Oh, <laughs> 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 well, whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, but yeah, he sponsored us at at least the level that we say his name on the podcast. Yeah. Yes. In audio lights. In audio lights. In audio, audio lights. lights. And some other things, which will be coming in the mail shortly soon if or not already already, already if you don't have them send us yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah tweet at us yeah yeah well don't tweet because then we'll look bad all oh, right yeah, yeah yeah email us privately yeah, private and email. don't make us think out of it yeah. or just tweet us like a thumbs up like hey we got it and then we'll retweet it and then everybody will know how great we yeah. are yeah like a wink and like a bag and yeah. a thumb yep but thank you thank you brian mccain brian mccain you too could have your name said in audio lights. Yes, for only... I think 20? I don't know. 15. 10. 10. 10. <laughs> I don't know. Go to Patreon.com Patreon. <laughs> slash Totes Recall. To find out. And for bonus content. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's Sweet. the real prize at any level. Exclusive. $1. Yeah, $1 you get exclusive content. Yes. And if you get roughly 900 to 850 <laughs> of your friends. Oh, right. Also do it. Big friends bang. Big friends bang. Let's do it. Let's live that dream. Really can't wait. So thank you, Brian. Yeah. Thanks. Molly, here's the quick rundown of what you thought was Oh, right. Great. Harrison Ford. Nailed it. Yeah. Dirty future. Nailed it. Crushed. Yes. Blue lights. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Some blue lights. Oh, so much. Come on. Shut your face. Mostly blue lights. A woman. Yes. 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 Conflict. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Uh, a, a loner ending with a sadder Harrison Ford. No, Ooh. he in fact ends it coupled, coupled, yeah. but desperate. But for how long? Yeah, and yeah. like terrified. Um, okay, we will talk about that relationship. Yeah, sure. But I don't think he's sadder. I think he's, he's as sad as he was at the beginning. <laughs> sure. of yeah. Okay, that's fair. I agree. That's really fair. Baseline sad, but pretty good. I mean, although he does have the dawning of awareness that she and/or both of them are about to die. Sure. Sure, but he doesn't seem sad about it. Mm. Sadder. 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 Oh, I get it. Yeah. Okay. And then, Beth, you tagged on with, uh, there'd be a raining scene. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Precarious rain. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very precarious. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that end scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, monologuing. I didn't remember that all of a sudden, uh, Roy Batty has, is that that's his name, yep. right? Yeah. Has a dove in his hand. Oh, like, amazing. where did that dove come amazing. from? Amazing. He just, like, picked it up from the dove room. And yeah. I, I mean, there were a lot there of was the bird yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of birds yeah. in general. I guess a lot of animals. Yeah. They're oh, like, maybe, whoa, robo animals. Yeah. Maybe they're, all those birds have to be robos because uh, the earth is basically dead and dirty. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's the implication of all the animals being oh. artificial. Well, so then that makes more sense why he would have a bird in his hand. It's like his... He could probably just, they're all programmable. Like, come here, bird. Yeah. Oh, maybe. That's true. I'm a or he, like, found boop, boop, boop. a bond in that bird because, like, you and I are both creations and we're... You know what I mean? I guess so, but it was such a sudden... Like, tips his hat. Yeah. Yeah. It was was like a quick cut, though, because he was just, like, running around that building, and then suddenly in one scene, he was running around the building, but also had a dove in his (laughs) hand. Also had a dove. And then he gives a monologue in the rain, like I thought happened. Yes. Mm -hmm. But then he dies. Yes. And the dove is released into the air. Yes. And everything goes into slow motion for no reason. For like a long time. For too long. And there's like it a was... slow motion Harrison Ford opening his mouth slightly. It's like, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing? And that to it's me, like... that like all of those Harrison Ford faces definitely felt like I've been getting fake rained on too long. <laughs> <laughs> please, please end the scene. You know what I mean? Like, because I feel like that face, especially in the slow scene, like that is a face like I make when like cold rain is on my face and I'm just trying to like breathe <laughs> but also not get a bunch of gross <laughs> yeah. rain in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so, I... So you're saying you could have been in this movie. 
Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Great. Yeah. I'd see it cast with you, Dan. Thanks. I don't understand how this movie got past so many different edits. Do you know what I mean? There were like just so there were so many things in the movie that I was like, I would cut that. That should be cut. That should have been a different take. Like a lot of it. And this is like the third major edit of it. I don't know how major it was though, right? From what you were saying. It seems like it's mostly the director's cut with a little bit of stuff. Yeah. They added the Oh, there was also an international version which added more violence. Huh. So they rolled that into the uh, final cut. But wow. yeah, it seems like there's sort of two big ones. I don't know. The Blade Nerds will come after me. Sure. <laughs> Blade Nerds. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. I would have cut out a lot of empty space from this movie. Like, yeah. I like a movie that can breathe, but this one is like. Just like, just like going to town, like <laughs> taking huge breaths yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the movie pace is so different now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like in '83, '82, yeah. '82, '82 was such a different yeah pace to every movie. Yeah, I just felt like there were so many parts, like the ending part, I thought was super interesting and exciting, and there was mm-hmm. like also I thought that the relationship between Roy and Chris, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chris. was interesting, mm-hmm. um, and whatever that other guy's name was, Sebastian. Yeah. Oh. Um, like, that was a weird thing, but, like, that, to me, had a lot of, like, stuff happening. Mm-hmm. And then anytime it showed Harrison Board. <gasps> oh! oh! Sick burn! Um, it was just, like, here he is. <laughs> he's sitting down. Yeah, all those apartment shots of, like, the slow pan, and then he's just, like, sitting there drinking. Yeah. I could have done with one of those. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't help yeah. but think, speaking of film noir and a dude sitting there drinking, of Humphrey Bogart in Casablanca. Yeah. Because there's that scene where he's at the bar and he's just drinking. Yeah. And you feel every ounce of his despair and heartache. It's hard to watch. Mm-hmm. And beautiful to watch. Mm-hmm. I did not get that same moment watching Harrison Ford at the piano. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's what you don't really understand his backstory so much you know that he had quit the force right and then what like was forced back into the force yeah and then but there's yes. no like backstory like why is he so because he's a replicant I mean, yeah is that kind of intentional like yeah, where it's intentionally got, vague all he has are those photos right. much like the replicants yeah Whoa. i have a theory though that he's not a replicant okay why? why because in the new movie he's alive and they can only live for four years <laughs> Unless he's unlocked the code, or he's like a code. special replicant. Oh, or well, I guess we'll find out. So go, oh, go to theaters. Yeah, right. Blade Runner twenty, whatever. <laughs> oh, right. If he's Ryan not, something. If he's not the six, right? Because they put it in. Because they had this is it was only the latest generation. They put the four year. Yeah. Max oh. On. Yeah, because the they were concerned. Nexus six. Yeah. Because they were so lifelike and superpowered yeah like they said Terrell the guy with the amazing spectacles yeah, who oh, like yeah. designed Fantastic. everything he was like the head of the corporation because as as most sci-fi indicates corporations are terrible and they will create monsters yes yeah. um he said that like because they had become so advanced they were concerned that eventually they would uh, you know because like they established like the whole point of the test is that like it's like these subtle emotional cues is how people like Decker can figure out who are the replicants and so this guy was saying that, like, it was getting so advanced that they were concerned that eventually they would develop enough emotional, whatever, intelligence or something mm-hmm. that they would be actually indistinguishable, which is why they gave them the 
lifespan, the short lifespan. In the glowing eyes. Or whatever, mm. yeah. Oh, I wrote down Voight comp test, more like the Bechtel Wallace test. <laughs> I mean, like you prefer both, that? Just Is that what you mean? Tests? Just because they're both tests with two people's names in it, and they failed mm. both of them. Ah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. I'll take it. It's pretty yeah. good. I mean, you didn't know it was funny because I didn't say, "Am I right?" Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that would have made a critical yeah. joke. Can you say, "Am I right?" At the end, and then we'll, we'll, we'll get it. it. We'll add it in post. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I didn't even pay attention to the Bechdel Wallace test because I assumed so hard it would fail. But like, oh, it failed. It failed. Yeah, Rachel and Pris are never even in the same no. room. Mm-hmm. And the other uh, the other dancers at Angry Taffy's Club Don't never even speak say to there each other anyone else. Yeah. So many women in the background talking to each other. Yeah. yeah. But we don't get to learn their names or... Hear what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it did not pass that. And it is there a rape test? Because this one failed it. It yeah. was a hot sure. mess. A no, a no rape test. A horrifying, like I was just not prepared for, uh, and I understand it's supposed to be Harrison Ford, uh, for, Ford's character being just very film noir and masculine and, and all of that. But it was just straight up him forcing himself on her and her being a replicant who uh, the power dynamic is super messed up, right? Yeah. Because he has the power to kill her. Yeah. Um, and, um, and he basically programs her. Right. Yes. It's the creepiest moment where he Very says, creepy. you kiss me, and then oh. you say, I want you. Yeah. And now you say, and then later at the end, he's like, do you love me? And she responds like a programmed person to say, yeah. I love you. It's do very you disturbing. Trust me? Trust me. It's super disturbing. Um, anyway, I was not prepared for that. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Me neither. <laughs> I did not care for it. Me neither. I yelled, no, no, no. <laughs> That's yeah, a real bummer. And it reminded me of a really good article I read about toxic masculinity that basically paints it through the film of Harrison Ford assaulting women in movies. Yeah, like all of yeah. his famous characters. It's like yeah. terrible with treat of how he treats women. Yeah. 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 So we'll try to put that on toadsreal.com yeah. and you can be like, oh, too bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is a bummer. It's. I don't know, like, I'm not as upset about all of the bummer parts of this movie because I feel like that's the whole idea because, like, that's, like, Roy Batty's whole thing is, like, we are slaves and we're revolting. Yeah. So, like, every interaction with the replicants is sort of, like, heart, like hammering that into your brain of, like, these are slaves, these are slaves, these are slaves. So, like, that scene is problematic, yeah. obviously, but it's, like, supposed to be on some level. You know what I mean? Because, like, she is a replicant and he doesn't think he is. So, like, there's this weird dynamic where he's just, like, exploiting this object do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's, like, this layer to it that's, like, actually thoughtful. Whether that was successful or not is obviously up for debate. Like, yeah. it's mostly just disturbing. Mm. Um, but there's definitely, like, some subtext there that's, like, you know. I wish the first half of this movie was better. Mm-hmm. Because I think in the first half, if they established more of a, um, this is what life is like for the replicants, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. instead of it just being, like, they're on the run and now he's going to hunt them down kind mm-hmm. of thing. Or, like, this is what his life was like, and this is why he's so down. But there's nothing to, like, establish the world except for establishing shots. Mm-hmm. Like, this mm-hmm. is what it looks like. Yeah. So you're supposed to kind of, like, just kind of, like, assume because it's dark and dirty that everything is bad. Yeah. But I mean, there's, like, yeah. there's like little hints of things where, like, 
what's his name sebastian is like he has a genetic disorder which is why he was never allowed to leave the planet mm-hmm. so like there's like these implications of like this specific society that they live in yeah well, right and how isolated everyone is mm-hmm. and sebastian has to make his own friends mm-hmm. oh yeah his oh, terrifying, terrifying toy terrifying people toy people. <laughs> so creepy i can't handle They're it it's like horrifying. my i cannot stand mannequins the other day <laughs> the other day i was in a store and i just felt like something was like somebody was behind me and i looked back and there was a mannequin oh. and I, like, I jumped like 10 feet they're always behind you <laughs> That's the thing about mannequins. Yeah, the I was gonna tag on the, I don't know, fleshing out the themes better. Leon and Roy both have the same line, which is sort of like, "This is what it feels." How I don't know, it must feel bad to live in fear all yeah. the time. Yeah, they probably could have fleshed that out more mm-hmm. instead of just, I don't know, explicitly saying it twice. Mm-hmm. Like establish more that. The replicants were almost people or were people. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, the themes are there and they're really good and interesting. Yeah. Of, like, what it means to be human and what is life and mm-hmm. how should we treat each other, that sort of thing. But they don't, I don't know, they don't delve. I think I agree with Beth that they don't hit them as much as they need to. And I guess this is telling that I don't remember her name, but the dame in this. Harrison. Rachel. Rachel. Rachel is uh, played and or is written or played in such a robot-like way, mm-hmm. right? And you compare her to Pris or to, and she's supposed to be more advanced, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, right. So yeah. So I yeah. think it made it. No. You didn't. I don't. Know. I thought she. No, was no. Anywhere. She's supposed to be the same. This is as, the same model. She's supposed to be a Nexus she's Six a Nexus as well. Six. Oh, okay, great. Or at least according to Glasses Guy, but he could be just lying out of his ass the whole time. Yeah, like we don't know about Glasses Guy. There's sort of implications of that too that he's sort of full of shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but she was not. Um, her humanity didn't really show through as much. It was very restrained. Yes. Mm-hmm. It just made it all harder to like. It made it harder to form an emotional connection with a story. Mm-hmm. And so then my first real visceral emotional reaction was during that scene um, because I was just so angry with Harrison Ford's character, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. What's, Maybe I, that's why there's eight different cuts because it's, yeah. like, almost there. Yeah. That's what I wanted to, like, I wanted to edit it. <laughs> like, that's what, when I was watching it, I was like, this could be a really great movie. There's a lot of really good parts to it. Yeah. But it like just didn't seem there, so that's why it was so funny to me that like, so many professional people have tried to edit this movie in a way that it, it would be great. But yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't know. Like, it, I like this movie way better than either any of you do. Clearly, <laughs> um, but it's definitely. I think Molly, you kind of hit that point. Like, it's definitely a something that was more thing like a thing like 20 30 years ago is mm-hmm. like i mean look at 2001 oh my god like that's two hours of basically nothing yeah you know it's like all atmosphere it's all whatever mm-hmm. and that might have just been like a thing for a while yeah like, like a zeitgeist that people latched onto of just like oh it's sci-fi so we can just kind of like sit in this future world yeah you know and like everyone like that was just like part of the experience almost well, plus it was it's newer right so like now when we experience something like that, we can, we already have such a sort of frame of reference around like, yeah, in the future, things generally work this way. Right. Right? Things are built on that. I don't yeah. know. It's like if you try to go back and watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Right? If you watch it now and like you've never watched it before. Like the movie or the TV show? The TV show. Okay. Um, 
if you watch it now, it seems pretty ordinary and a little slow. Uh-huh. But if you were watching it right when it came out, it felt very new and fresh and fast. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I can imagine if you grew up watching, like, Buck Rogers or, like, the original Star Trek series, and then Blade Runner came out, and it was this fucking yeah. dirty, depressing, just, like, plotted, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. just this, like, very slow burn constant dread thing that was still sort of like the same genre or whatever it would probably blow your fucking mind if you liked that like if you were into science fiction yeah yeah Yeah. you know what i mean and clearly we can't get enough of dystopian futures yeah oh yeah especially now these days oh it's also like what if you were really into the bunch of friends living together in an apartment god damn it they're like they're right across the street Right across the hallway, that'd be yeah. wild. But yeah. then what if now they're into science? Yeah, what if they all now work for oh. NASA? But I have one no of idea. Them isn't. Do and they work for NASA? She's a girl. At a school. I think they work for, they work for a school? I think they work for a university. Oh, they're all like science. They're professors. like grad students? Yeah. Are they grad students or are they. Y'all are giving it away for free. Oh, right. I don't oh, know. $1,000. $1,000. <laughs> Speaking of the world of this movie, yeah. I do think it looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the stuff's outdated, but it's Whatever. like 30 years old. Yeah, That's exactly. fine. It's fine. <laughs> I would watch a Blade Runner, like, looking version of Friends. <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> like, Friends 2049? Yeah. That would be the darkest fucking sitcom in the world. <laughs> but, Ooh, but I isn't would for it sure the watch best? It, oh my God. Like, Rachel would, like, probably be a replicant, but she wouldn't know it. And, she like, would always have that kind of, like, black spray paint across yeah, her That eyes. was cool. Yeah. yeah. And, like, Joey would, great. like, get an internship at, like, the eye freezer just to make rent. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whatever. Oh, poor eye freezer guy. Yeah. yeah, that guy was a bummer, too. <laughs> he didn't need to die. No. Mm-mm. He gave it all, He gave all the info up. They still Roy's a him. jerk. But is he? Roy? Yeah. I mean, he is, but also, like, when he's like, you don't know what I've seen, I'm like, I know I don't know what you've seen. <laughs> I don't know what you've seen. You, like, don't really, I mean, he doesn't really talk about it until the end, and then it's kind of meaningless, because yeah. it's like a battleship is on fire. <laughs> yeah. Like, what does that mean? He wrote, he wrote that. Huh? Rutger Hauer added that monologue. Or, like, he, he rewrote it or something. Like, he was supposed to have a monologue at the end, and he apparently just, like, did some quick edits and, like, handed it to these guys. Like, yeah, go for it. And that's what they kept. Really? So I have no idea how much of that was in the script and how much of Russ Carter was like, I'm just going to put some sci-fi bullshit in here, and then we're going to go. Orion. Amazing. That's the space. Yeah. That's the space. Rucker <laughs> <laughs> uh, Howard was amazing in this movie. Yeah. Him and Pris were oh my the goddamn best. Yeah. They're terrifying so They're really animal good. monster creatures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. When he is losing his mind and dying at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's just like running around his underwear, howling, like and like shoving nails yeah. through his hands yeah. and stuff. Oh, it's great. great. Yeah. That, I had never seen that part before. That's where you I thought. for sure was asleep by then. <laughs> I remember near the end, Daryl, Hannah yeah. doing flips and getting shot. And then pretty soon after that, I think I fell asleep. Just blanked out again. And had definitely not seen the rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen the end of this movie till tonight. I made it. All the way through. Yeah, I didn't sleep once. We can Good confirm job. for the listeners, yeah. all four of us stayed awake. I yes. think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty confident. I can sleep with my eyes open though. Oh so. no! Oh. Is Molly that true? still put a lot of phone no. time. Oh my god, how terrifying! Would that be? I don't know. Some people can do it, and it's creepy. That is creepy. Uh, yeah. Uh, in my defense, though, sometimes I was looking at my phone or holding my notebook up in front of my face because yes. I was scared, genuinely oh, sure. scared, yeah. or like really horrible, ugly things were happening. Yeah. And I just don't need that. I just don't. 
I, I don't know. I feel like I've stored up plenty of gruesome images from watching lots of movies. I just don't need it anymore. Sure. I feel like I learned something about myself watching this movie, which is mm. that I never read the text at the beginning of movies. Oh. And oh. I think that's why a lot of movies, I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was thinking about that with like, because this movie has a bunch of text at the beginning. Yeah, and it and lays like, it out Yeah, and it like sets well. up what the world is yeah. about. Yeah. And like, I tried to read it. It didn't <laughs> capture my attention. You couldn't get through three paragraphs? <laughs> it's just like a bunch of words. It said like off book or, or off, off world. Off world. Like, yeah. What does that even mean? I don't know the world yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it's off world. It's off the world. Sure. Yes. Anyway. No, I know what you mean. But I'm... I feel like that's why like Star Wars movies, uh-huh. I understand what's happening in the movie, but all the like politics that are happening yeah. are described in that text right. at the beginning. And that's why I'm like, I don't know what's really happening. I just know that that guy's a bad guy <laughs> and these guys are trying to kill that guy and they have to get a thing. Uh-huh. But in your defense, at least for the uh, more newly made Star Wars movies, that stuff is just like... Well, and it's a lot going on. It's like a the lot. text crawl in the original trilogy is just sort of like, the bad guy's coming. They're yeah. over, they're hunkered down over here. Yeah, that's it. Well, and I felt like that. Trade um, war. Yeah, right. I feel like at the beginning of this of Blade Runner, the text is as short as it can possibly be. Yes. But but I felt like because it went by so fast, and I wasn't really ready for the world we were entering. I it was easy to get confused about what was off world and what wasn't, and what replicants were and mm-hmm. why. It was bad that they were on Earth. Like, cause that's the other thing is is like isn't Earth kind of the throwaway planet yes. and the good planet is in the off-world colonies? Or is that a lie? Well, like, the mm. it's unclear. Because, like, you don't... You know that the... You know that the replicants are used as labor off-world. And mm-hmm. then those advertisements for, like, some off-world something. Yeah. But uh, it's not really clarified, like... I mean, it's probably both. Honestly, like, if you think of colonialism, it's probably both. There's probably some very established places where, like, aristocrats have gone, created, like, an, you know, this wonderful tobacco empire, mm-hmm. metaphorically mm-hmm. speaking, yeah. of, like, space tobacco or whatever. And then there's other places where it's literally just, like, some randos and some replicants just went to try to, like, conquer the Orion shoulder or whatever. <laughs> uh, but Earth is just, like... I don't know. I mean, Earth is Earth. Earth is what Earth is going to be. But you get the impression that Earth is like the leftovers, right? It's all the people that couldn't qualify or afford to go somewhere cooler. Mm -hmm. So then why the concern about having replicants on Earth? I would imagine the government is still stationed here. And I think I would guess Dan's right that there's probably some like biodomes where really rich people live. Right. And they want to keep the replicants away from there. And like if the corporation that builds them is still headquartered on Earth, that's probably part of it. Because presumably that but corporation... wouldn't they be off-world for tax evasion purposes? No, because they probably run the planet now. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a That was capitalism a killer go. joke. <laughs> Thank you very much, Dane. Uh... <laughs> All right. Say it again if you want. I don't... Go ahead. We can take it again. It's fine. No, I mean, I guess all that's fine. I just... Um... You forgot to say, am I right? Oh, am that I was right? the problem. That's why oh. I didn't know. That's why, that's why I kept talking. Oh, no. It's not that I... Was just it barreling is. over your thought because <laughs> I'm a white man. It was that you didn't say, "Am I right?" So I knew it was a joke. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I I I really wanted to understand the world a little better. I mean, you know, maybe that's the other thing too. Is I'm so used to watching sci-fi that's more immersive and over more period of time, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, there are a lot of TV series that are really immersive and fun to watch that mm-hmm. are sci-fi based. 
maybe they have a little more time to help you get to know the characters. Well, sometimes, uh, I feel like that's just, that's, I feel like that's a type of science fiction where they just sort of throw you into something. No, no, I I get that. No, I guess I'm just trying to decide why I didn't emotionally connect with this movie that film majors have to watch and Ridley Scott directed and is a big deal. Like, I feel super awkward about not liking this movie as much as I feel like I should like it. (laughs) And I can't figure out why that emotional or um, respectful, I don't know, something. Is it Harrison Ford's weird faces? I mean, they are not helpful. (laughs) I'll I'll be totally honest. But there there was certainly no playfulness in this, as far as I could tell. No. Um, It's really grim, which is fine. I like a lot of grim... That's the other thing, too. I can point to a lot of sci-fi that I really enjoy. And and this is a big deal in the sci-fi world, and I just... I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate it as much as I thought I was going to. But That's good. I did not like, oh, man, I'm really glad. Like, I feel this is the kind of movie that I would lie about liking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just because I feel so weird about it at a party. So people are like, oh, Blade Runner. And we go, oh, yeah, Blade, Blade Runner. I saw that. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. I, I was super excited at the beginning of the movie because I liked that first scene. Yeah. Where the one replicant's being interviewed. Oh, that was great. Uh, Yeah, that was really good. And then it... And then it slowed down for me, <laughs> but yeah, I got. I think I, my hopes got were mm-hmm. too high at that point. Would it help if you? Uh, I mean, I don't think you should feel as bad as you seem to be feeling. Because like, I think this movie is more well known and lauded for its aesthetic more than like it's like functioning as a story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Like people cite this movie for like the way it looks and like the crazy monologue oh that Rutger Hauer says at the end. <laughs> the sound design yeah. in that one scene is amazing. Yep. Like Which when scene? he's like running around, when he's running around that building. Oh, the and, howling like, scene? Yeah, the howling scene. <laughs> but it's really great because he'll howl and then the pipes are making kind of a noise that are also yeah. like that sound. And you can like hear him, he's in different spots and it's scary. It's mm-hmm. It's like... Where is he? Yeah, it like turns into and a monster movie. All of a sudden, he reaches his hand through the wall. Yeah, and grabs Harrison Ford's hand and breaks two of his fingers. Hard to watch again. Oh. I didn't watch that. I don't yeah. need to see that. Well, you could hear it for sure. Oh, yeah, a lot of crunching. <laughs> it was a lot of crunching. Yeah, and you know what? Actually, now that you say that, I kind of wonder if I haven't just seen screen stills of this movie. Because there were many moments where I was like, I remember that, and then the very next. Oh, scene, like you think this is the first time you've actually watched it? I mean. <laughs> Wow. I know I've seen the first. Molly. <laughs> this is a new way. This is a new level of not having seen the movie. Maybe you've seen screenshots of this movie. <laughs> this one, I, if any, if there are any like true totes heads out there, please tweet at us if you can confirm for me that this is the latest into an episode that we have confirmed whether or not Molly has actually seen the film. <laughs> Great. Oh, great. Oh. Man, that hair dryer, though. That yeah, was that was cool. incredible. I was just going to wear the hair dryer. It's great. It's like a big old globe of hair drying. Yeah. Uh, That's yeah. It. yeah. I also like the flashlight umbrella handles. Oh, yeah, those are cool with like the Ooh. weird, just like, yeah, it like looked the, like a fluorescent. Uh, the shaft of the umbrella yeah. is an LED. We could do that oh. now. Yeah. Is that available? Yeah. Can you buy that? LED Can I tell you my favorite future technology? Yeah. This yes. one yes. was the video payphone. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just love the idea that it's like so far in the future with a video technology, but also it's still a payphone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's kind of like get your ass to Mars, right? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And this one, uh, speaking of we- dumb 
like Dan, you've talked about this in other future movies we've watched, just like how there's always like just weird some things that are future and some are not. Yeah, this is uh, in this Philip K. Dick adaptation, newspapers are still just regular newspapers, unlike Minority Report, where they were like weird half videos oh, or whatever. Those killed me. It's like a tablet that you buy every day. Yeah, but then yeah, in this one, you had real newspapers, but then you also had printed out photographs that you could then stick into your like. ColecoVision fax print machine oh, yeah. that could apparently like zoom into like different angles of the picture different angles or something. And it only had voice control. Yes, that was, there, was <laughs> clear, there were no buttons to pretty be seen. clunky to use yeah. to like go over 45. Although, zoom, stop, wait. Uh. Yeah. yeah, that was my favorite. My favorite thing is he would be like 45 left. Stop. And then like every time that he said the command he would say stop. Yeah. And then there was one where he goes wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I would love there to be a uh like a bonus scene that they cut from the movie of him like just purchasing that <laughs> like he got in the mail and is like reading the instructions <laughs> and he's just like struggling to get the voice controls down 45 left no shit right zoom enhance the hold on god damn it and then like flips the page to like the next page of the manual enhance the no stop it yeah. How long do you think, how big a paragraph in the script do you think that was? The instructions to yeah. the, oh, I don't know. It might have been the longest part of the script. Yeah. <laughs> or the most sustained piece of dialogue. Yeah. 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 There, was, there was one, there was one line where they, or I think it was two, like lines of dialogue where they took a break between every line and Dan was like, oh, between every word. <laughs> Yeah, I wrote that space between words because I was already feeling the fatigue of slow scenes, uh-huh. slow pans, and then like Harrison Ford's dialogue—he was stopping after every word. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I just—it <laughs> lost me. Uh, speaking of dialogue, there is a moment early on where Harrison Ford is killing um, one of the replicants. Snake uh, Lady. No, after Leon? Snake Lady, he's going after Leon. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and. Uh, he and Leon are, are doing the banter that you do when you're in a, a fight for your life. Yep. <laughs> and um, uh, Leon says, how old are you? And Harrison Ford says, older than you or something like that. Oh, I don't know. Wait, shoot. Anyway, shoot. He it says, are you going to die? It's a bit, essentially he's saying, I'm going to kill you. Cause yeah, he says, but he says longer than you. Right. Longer than you have to live. How? Oh. Yeah. Anyway, I wrote down hashtag sick burn program. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, you have to was pretty programmed good. to be able to do that. Oh, like Maybe. Leon came up with like, like a sick. Yeah, like Leon was programmed to be incredibly strong. Yep. And to load cargo on and off of a, a cargo bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the evolution um, of Dan's yeah. pillow machine. Yeah, yep. a pillow lifter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and somewhere along the way, they, they also took the time to program him. To make sick burns at mm-hmm. people during a fight scene. Do you think the idea was that he was programmed to be able to do like gruff, uh, blue collar oh, banter? Chatter, yes. Ah, with that, all the other okay. dog workers. Right. Yeah, exactly. That like, hey, Leon, come over here, you son of a bitch. Hey, that's not what your mama said last night. Oh, give me that 400 pound raft. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to be dead in less than four years. <laughs> Hey, you only live once, am I right? You know what it's like to live in fear all the time? <laughs> ah, shut up, Leon. Yeah, with my wife. Oh. Oh. Uh, 
Does anybody have any MVPs? I do. I also do. Good, because I was like, I don't have any, but I actually do have two. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway through the movie, I was like, I'm worried I'm not going to have any, and then a couple popped. Nice. Uh, Beth. My MVP is like, a guy, he looked like kind of a mixture between a bellhop and a taxi driver. <laughs> what? <laughs> Might be my guy, too. What? And, uh, for some, and Harrison Ford is like running through the street chasing a uh, snake lady. Yeah. And he like pushes him like so softly oh, into the car. Right. I forgot about that guy. Yeah. He just kind of was like, eh. Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, he I'm falling. collapses into yeah. the car yeah. though, right? But like Harrison Ford clearly didn't really touch him. <laughs> <laughs> and he just falls like pretty hard into uh -huh. the car. It's pretty great. I imagine that extra did not know he was going to be made contact with. <laughs> oh. It looks like Harrison Ford like doesn't stop well enough and yeah. that kind of pushes right. on him. He's like, oh, I was supposed to just stand yeah. here. <laughs> like doesn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. This is my moment. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he just, like, embraced what was happening. He was like, this could make the cut. Yeah, made one of them. It did. Made the final one. Yeah. Ooh, do you think that was one of them? That would be amazing. Can you imagine if 2007, Ridley Scott is, like, looking through the footage of this of the original movie. Yeah. Just like, wait, what the fuck was that? Go back. Center 45. Enhance. Wait, wait, stop. Who's that guy? Wait a minute. Did we, was that... Has that never been on the movie before? Get him in there. Get we, that guy in there. Harrison gotta, just pushes him into that cab. We need to make another version. <laughs> oh, they'd already made the final cut? Yeah. And he's like, hold on. No, no, no. Bring it back. Stop the presses. Stop printing the DVD. Yeah. We got to put this guy in there. We need bellhop cabbie. Oh, that'd be amazing. Molly has so much water in her mouth. Oh, no. <laughs> you can spit it back in the cup if you want. Yeah, that's fine. We won't judge. Okay. <laughs> just looked over. She looked like a fish. Did you have another MVP? Uh, no, that was my MVP. That's a really good nice. one. Was that also yours? Uh, that was one of mine. Okay. The other one I had was Eye Patch Bartender. Oh, yeah. Oh, she was great. Just for her look. She the was, shiniest yeah. eye patch in the world. Yeah, yeah everything else was kind of like gruff looking, and then yeah. she had like this fancy eye patch. It was like she polished it every night. Yes. Yeah, so and a huge cool. Budweiser sign. Yeah. Because USA number one. USA number one. I have a question about those signs. Yep. Yeah. Uh, do you think that Budweiser was like, we want our name in this movie? Do you think it's product placement? Or do you think they're like, uh, Budweiser and Coca-Cola Coca in there? TDK. Yep. There was a huge TDK yeah. sign. Yeah. Do you think the Budweiser sign was just in wherever they filmed that? Depending on whether that was on location in oh, Osaka? Maybe. Oh yeah, I never. I just assumed everything was a set. I don't know. So, like, I have no idea. I thought futury. they built a whole city. I don't know. I yeah. didn't look it up. Sorry. Tweet at us, Bladeheads. <laughs> Hashtag what that? Bladeheads have not gotten this far into the podcast. <laughs> They're so bad. I mean, right like I'm gonna go watch the international version now. <laughs> Bladeheads might just be into like Wesley Snipes vampire movies though. No. Like oh, maybe sure. we're maybe we're actually Ugh. cultivating the nice Bladehead. Oh, sure. Whatever kind of Bladehead you are. Yeah. And then self-identify which. Please, <laughs> please clarify yeah. which We don't want to presume. Uh, yeah. I had a flock of MVPs. Okay. Oh, There's one pigeons? scene where you think that it's just one person on a bike or two people on a bike. <laughs> what? And yeah. then it ends up being like a dozen or so people on a bike. Oh, just yeah. like, cutting, really like similar cutting through way. the road, right? Yeah. 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 And I like them because they seem like the only group of people, mm -hmm. like any people at all who had a relationship or interacting, and they seemed reasonably happy. Oh, sure. <laughs> right? Like any other little groups you saw where people uh, were fighting or killing each other or stealing stuff. Yeah. But the bicyclists seemed chill. <gasps> I wonder if they were basically like nuns on rickshaws. Yeah, I think so. Oh, two mm -hmm. nuns on rickshaw. Yeah. That's a reference to... Gremlins. Gremlins. What? Oh, yeah. I couldn't remember either. I was like, which one was that? <laughs> 
Uh, at any rate, they just seemed really, I really liked them. They were a nice little breath of fresh air. I have three MVPs. Oh. MVP one. Uh, there's a random point. I think it's in the same scene where Deckard is chasing Snake Lady through the city. And I can't remember if he's already killed her or if he's just like trying to deal with the crowd. And he just like runs into some kind of cop who has like a ridiculous helmet that has like a gigantic transparent faceplate on it. And the cop, the cop just gives him like a very like, hey, we're both cops nod. That is not necessary at all. <laughs> yeah. But he really goes for it. Like that was clearly like, again, his moment. It was like, Harrison Ford's next to me. Like, I'm going to be on camera. Hopefully that also got added to the final cut. Mm-hmm. Where he's Hopefully. going through. Yeah. just like, wait, enhance that nod. <laughs> <laughs> the final cut, he was just looking for extra. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. He's like, I feel bad. It was all Harrison and Rutger. Yeah. There were so many nice people out there. Uh, my second MVP was the voice of all the traffic direction. Because mm. oh, like, yes. the, world, the world of 2019 Los Angeles is so grim. Even the crosswalks are depressed. They were all like the Flintstones. Oh, it's a yeah, it was like it's a living. It was just like, do not cross. I, I Do lied. not cross. I did have a second MVP, which is the move on car, the one that goes, move on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it must have been like the same company did all of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The cops just like fly around in their space car and they just have a robot going, move on, move on. Anyway, it was great. Uh, third MVP, obviously, Edward James almost. One, because his facial hair was amazing. Mm-hmm. Two, because he was always dressed like he killed vampires in his spare time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, he seriously, he had like a crazy cane and like super cool jacket yeah. and a cool hat. A bow tie. Yeah. Like at no point would I have been surprised if they had just, if he like did a scene with Harrison Ford and then we just followed him into a dark alley and two vampires came down <laughs> and he like pulled a sword out of his cane and killed them. Yeah. Was he also a Blade Runner? I don't think so. like an on-duty one? I think he was just like, I don't know. It's unclear, honestly. At the end of the movie, he sure was. Yeah, maybe he was. Right? Mm. I don't know. He, or he was just like the Blade Runner department's like detective man or something. Is like he the, Blade in the new Runner? Blade Runner? Great question. Could have been the uh, Blade Runner liaison. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, hey, you got to go find Deckard. We need yeah. it. And he's like, all right. And then he puts on his amazing jacket, <laughs> yeah. checks well, his mustache in the mirror. Uh, I, I cannot remember what you compared Deckard's outfits to. I feel like you said car he was... Sales. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I said he dressed like a used car salesman, but, like, didn't quite get <laughs> the level of enthusiasm that was required. Like, they were all, like, weird prints, but, like, incredibly muted yeah. colors. Yeah. Right? But he really did at one point, right? He had a tie... That, so he was wearing a shirt with large horizontal stripes yeah. of muted color, but still horizontal stripes, and a tie that matched exactly yeah. those horizontal was, stripes. Yeah, it was like almost the same print, but I think it was like a slightly different shade of some, or it something. Was amazing. And then that's the same scene where Rachel is wearing horizontal stripes uh. um, with this very exaggerated 1940s cut with like huge shoulder pads yeah. like it was essentially a table on her yes. shoulder the costumes yeah. in this movie were pretty cool amazing yeah. uh like terrell the guy with the crazy glasses at one point is wearing a a robe that, that seems robe. to be made out of like eight robes yeah. like he just amazing. took pieces of other robes just, like, and just sewed them all together quilted yeah like, it's like luxury yeah, yeah. Luxury. and like yeah and then uh i mean almost obviously wearing his vampire hunter yeah, 20 los angeles 2019 vampire hunter costume uh yeah and then Daryl Hannah is like, 
I don't know, she just has her crazy makeup on yeah, and then that wig, that makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All uh, those costumes but are amazing. What about the sleeping bag coat? Oh yeah. Rachel's sleeping <gasps> so bag coat. Good. It was amazing. Those collars are huge. She could literally take a nap in that coat. Like <laughs> she could just fall backwards harmless and be ready to go. Like it just completely enveloped her head. I was used said it was like the 40s or something right yeah. now. I don't know. I didn't catch that before, but it, it feels like Rachel's whole look is kind of an homage to more classic noir mm-hmm. movie. I'm, I'm sure that's intentional. Oh, I've yeah. Never I'm sure. Red lipstick. Yeah. Check. And Cigarette. Like check. Hair, updo. Like hair. Yeah, she has yeah. that, like, her hair is an updo. But then yeah. at the end, it's, like, down and curly. Yeah. Which more is modern, more like. modern. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah. probably a symbol a corner. for something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Somebody probably wrote an essay about that. Oh, oh someone's written an essay about every frame of this movie, I'm sure. And I've seen some of those frames. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I had the thought near the end of this movie, this would be a good movie just to be have to have on at a party. No. <laughs> like, because it's real long and kind of slow and looks cool. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, like, just on in the background? But then or, like, at a rave? see somebody's getting their eyeballs pushed in and their head Sure, pushed. it's like a cool party. Yeah, oh, okay. like a cool vampire party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all vampires in this situation. Yeah. We're going to a party. We're going to a party. Uh... And we want to watch a movie sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But without sound. There you go. Yeah. Anyway. That's how vampires usually watch movies. Yeah, I assume, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is the Nexus 6 a phone? <laughs> Oh, I had the same question. Is it same question? Maybe isn't it? Nexus. Is that the one that blows up on planes? I thought that was the. N- That's the Samsung something. Yeah. Samsung Galaxy Nexus Galaxy six, Seven. Nexus. I'm just gonna look up Nexus Six. It's okay. probably gonna show up. Google Nexus Six. <gasps> Terrifying. Do you think Google's trying to start a a world of blade blades? <laughs> <laughs> blade world. Probably. Wait, now this says Motorola. Oh. What are you happen. even talking about, phone? My phone's just mad. It's like only iPhones. Yeah, don't tell me about other phones. Yeah. Anyway. I think so. It probably is. Is that a reference to this movie? Probably. And if so, do you want your phone to be like a sentient... Murder bot? Murder bot <laughs> that like is also a slave? I mean, is it a sexy murder bot or is it the strong gone crazy one? Sure. That's what customers are asking. Also, you could say that, really, we're slaves to the phone. Social commentary. Hang up and drive. That's right. Am I right? Drop out and drop in. What? I don't know. I was trying. (laughs) Isn't there something like that? I don't know. Drop out. Drop Drop out of what? Oh, people used to drop out and drop in. That's right. Never mind. Drop out of what and drop into what? I think drop out of school and And drop drop into, like, drugs. Oh. Oh God, that's so dark. Oh, I don't know what people are dropping. They drop I, acid. Yeah, that's oh. there. You go dropping uh, eggs that come out of a cool future boiler in. Oh yeah, yeah that was what's cool. his name's apartment. Full Those eggs were for sure overcut. Oh yeah, the cut was real weird. What did it cut from? It cut from something and to like boiling eggs. Boiling yeah, eggs. <laughs> but that was the boiling tension of the room. Oh yeah. That's what I thought. That's symbolism. But I felt really, I, you know what, speaking of emotional connection, I really felt for that J.F. Sebastian, is that right? Yeah, yeah that sounds right. Yeah. I think his, his name just sounds like Teddy Ruxpin. Like, he was just such a teddy bear of a person. Yeah, mm. he's the saddest person alive. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. 
he's like all by himself and he built he builds like it's such a um childlike world yeah. around mm-hmm. him like everything looks like a toy yeah. like there's like a teddy bear and like a toy soldier kind of thing and dolls and like it's very creepy. So is he like a boy genius or is he like the bastard son of Taro? Like why what is that relationship? Yeah, why why does he have a relationship with him? He he was the genetic yeah. coder for the So he was replicates. like a kid genius who's super lonely. Yeah. Right? He's because 25. he's only twenty five. But I mean, how long has he been doing this? Right. And he was supposed to go to the other the off whatever off that world. I didn't read about in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he but couldn't because of, of his disease? Methuselah yeah. syndrome. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know why... Why are they so close? Why he would want to go there? Well, to maybe be with friends? Or maybe like all his friends left? Or like be in the luxury biodome yeah. or whatever? Yeah, but shouldn't he be like rich? Because he's... I mean, he is, right? I think he has that whole building. builds oh. all those... Yeah, he's basically like a rich kid who gets left behind, but I don't understand why he's so close to, to you know what I mean? Because well, it's more than an employee. I mean, he was the one, it seems like, like, he did all this genetic whatever, so, like, presumably he's the one that, like, got them to the Nexus 6. I mean, right? listen, I've done a lot of valuable things for companies I've worked for, and yeah. never have I played a long-distance game of chess or gone over to my boss's house and maybe, brought a killer with me. Yeah, maybe he was like the only one. Maybe Terrell feels like, oh, a fellow, the only fellow genius left on the planet. No, All right. That's kind of like Harrison Ford's voice when he's like trying to get oh, the right. snake lady. Oh, that's right. Snake lady's like, oh, I'm from the theater, yeah. entertainment, whatever. <laughs> I was like, stop talking that like he that. Lo- he at one point loses completely. <laughs> Which I really wonder if that was intentional. I feel like or not. that was like this an intentional choice yeah. where he's just like, "Oh fuck it, yeah, we all the jig is up. We know what's about to happen. Right. Yeah, she's gonna try to kill me, and then I will eventually prevail and kill he's her." He's just done with the movie already. <laughs> oh, you mean Harrison Ford himself? That was the moment where he's just like, "Fuck it." Yeah, yeah. He's like, everybody knows what's gonna happen. Why should I act the rest of the movie? <laughs> anyway, there's more rain, dark lights, whatever. Uh, so many bright flashing lights. Yeah. At one point, it was, like, hard to watch the screen. Well, before we (laughs) talk about how we really feel about the movie, we like to um, read a review in the impression, uh, a review of our podcast, Toast Recall, (laughs) Uh, in the the impression of a character from the movie we've just watched. We do have a review. Great. Yay. I don't know. I'm tired. What? What, uh... What's happening? I don't know. Tana's just forcing enthusiasm. I feel like he's Tana. falling apart. Yay! <laughs> he can't find the words. He's so tired. Well, it's because he's struggling to not say .com. <laughs> <laughs> All your life force has been going towards that for years. <laughs> uh, uh. The impression... Of a character from the movie. Okay. Or we always have the opportunity to do in the voice of Nick Cage. Yeah, or other people. This one <laughs> okay. pretty well, much specifically calls out Joe Dante. <laughs> oh. oh. Okay, that's okay. fair. So let's do that. Great. Okay. Anybody feeling <laughs> saucy? <laughs> I guess I am. <laughs> I guess I am. Yay. Yay. All right. Uh, five stars from iTunes by Donald Clarence from USA. Thank All right, you. USA. Yay. Hey, yo, it's me, Joe Dante. <laughs> Toad's Regal has a lot in common with my 80s blockbuster gremlins. Take the dance. One of them prefers a duck. 
It's the perfect place to think about his parents' divorce. Get the other Dan wet and he multiplies. That's why there are two Dan's. Oh, origin story. You feed Molly a salad after midnight and she turns into a real punk who hates beloved 80s horror comedies. And Beth, well, she seems like a sweet girl, but I imagine that if you start dating her, you'll find out she has a really depressing story about why she hates Christmas. Ah. Five stars. That's true. Nice. in browser. Yeah. <laughs> Great I, references. I do have a story about Christmas where <laughs> my dad went missing for several days. Oh, oh no. my god. And um, there was this weird smell coming from the chimney. Oh my god! How have we never heard this story? <laughs> oh, and he had dressed up to be like Santa Claus, and had gone to the wrong house, got lost, and came home. Everything was fine. And then we watched Gremlins. <laughs> Wow. That's really that sweet. Thank you for sharing that. Really so, weird thing uh, is, it I, also happened on St. Patrick's Day. Just as a leprechaun. President's Day. And did you also watch Gremlins? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I watch Gremlins. Uh, I want to say it was such a nice review, but joke's on you. I'm never up after midnight. <laughs> So thank you, Donald Clarence. Thank you, if you Donald want the uh, similar treatment, leave us a five star review on iTunes or somewhere else. But tell us yeah. about the other places we only check iTunes. Yeah, and you'll get it. There's no new ones, so like, do it. It'll yeah. happen. And we'll yeah. read it. There's no, there's no like race. Yeah, Mm-mm. there's no backlog. Yeah, yeah, and you you don't have to be as creative. Yeah, no, you know, you, you can, can just say just like, say, hey guys, like five stars. Yeah, good job. Nice podcast. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could even say something mean. Oh, yeah. If you give us five stars. Yeah, because we'll, uh, we're so desperate for approval that we'll look past it. We'll just see the five stars and read it anyway. Yeah. And then it'll slowly dawn on us and as be, we're reading in the voice of Nick Cage. Yeah, and it'll be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So do that. Yeah. That doesn't even cost a dollar. Nope. That's free. Yeah. Dot com. Free.com. Don't go to free.com. I don't want to know what's there. Probably some bullshit, uh, I don't know, like a weird book, right? Like some weird book to like, oh, this will teach you how to make a profit in the US of A or something. Free.com. And then you click the download and it gives you some sort of weird computer virus. Free virus. Yeah. Yeah. Freevirus.com. Freevirus.com. Don't go there either. Uh, Dan, you gave it three and a half BF scotches. Nope. Ben Franklin spectacles. Spectacles. <laughs> Which, that was Terrell's glasses, right? That's what you were talking about when you said there were weird glasses? Uh, I was thinking of JF Sebastian. Who mm. doesn't wear glasses? Oh, uh, he I does wear a leather bucket hat. It was, oh, oh, yeah. That was so amazing. Cute. So good. So good. I was imagining a scene, and maybe it's in a different cut, sure. of him with like some weird. Maybe I was mashing him and Eyeball Dude together. Yeah. Oh. I was imagining some sort of like super helmet with magnifying glass and right. eyeball mm. spectacles. But I was thinking of J.F. Sebastian. Oh, it just occurred to me. I'm going to be able to enjoy Dragon Con and Comic Con so much more now. Because I bet there are so many costumes for this movie that I haven't caught. Mm. Oh, and now I know. Like if you see like a super blonde dude in a trench coat, yeah. you understand what's happening. And I'll be like, I'm sorry, I didn't see a screen grab with that. So I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no. Or if you see like a child in like a creepy sort of Tin Man soldier costume, but who's also like got a weird 
Pinocchio nose. Pinocchio nose. Oh, that guy. Poor guy. Ooh, that was rough. Him looking so scared. Yeah. They never really closed the loop on that. No. Oh, yeah. When, like, Daryl Hannah's creeping on yeah. JF, that you get actor's the, yeah. face really reads terror. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, it was incredible. And so I was assuming at that point that everybody knew what was happening. Mm-hmm. And that there's this really, like, sort of um, muted attempt at reassurance where uh, P.F. just sort of puts his hand on the his toy shoulder and it's mm-hmm. sort of reassuring. But, yeah. you know, everybody knows everybody's going to die right then, right? Probably. But you don't get I mean, any sense life, of, right? like... We all know everyone's going to die. Oh. Wow. <laughs> wow, Podcast Dan. is a real just disappear <laughs> like tears in the rain. Oh. How many? Three and a half. <laughs> you thought you liked it as a college student. Yep. Would that still be the case? Yeah. I liked it. Uh, I liked it a lot, actually. I think it was very dark. I think it was very slow. And that didn't bother me. Four hmm. spectacles. Wow. Whoa. BKG. I liked. You thought you'd be bored. You gave it yeah, two. Yeah. I was bored by the first half. Some parts I enjoyed. But uh, the second half I did like, um, so I'll up that to two and a half. Wow, <laughs> monocle. Throw that mon in there. I gave it a three. That's right. <laughs> this movie, I think I like the idea of it better than the movie. I like the look of it and the idea of the movie better than the execution. Do you want to go back and read the book while looking at still frames from Molly's collection? Sure, yeah. yeah. If you could bring over your photo book <laughs> of this, yeah. So I feel good about my place now. I'm glad I made it through it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I can say I've seen Blade Runner. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I have an opinion about it, which is, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and that opinion doesn't soured by also I fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Molly, you gave it to... Uh, you were hoping for a four, mm-hmm. and I can't read my other note. Oh, you're being true to yourself in giving it a two. Yeah, yeah, because I'd wanted to to be more optimistic. Three. You know, I uh, I feel like movies almost always benefit from us talking about it, and or they get even worse the more we talk about it. And this did both. Like somehow, <laughs> us talking about it made it feel a little bit better and a little bit worse to me. Uh, I'm going to give it three spectacles and a monocle. Whoa. So just slightly better than neutral. Yeah. 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 The second highest rater. Oh, really? I'll bring it down to 2.5. Wow. wow. <laughs> a whole point drop? A whole set of spectacles? <laughs> you just crushed the skull of one of your Terrells. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Terrell spectacles were great. They yeah, were fantastic. Really but also, I was thinking, like, why? What was going on with those? Like, it's the future. Why do you need thick-ass glasses still? <laughs> it might have been just, like, a fashion choice. This was a dude who wore eight robes at a time. Uh, sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that's true. They were, like, trifocals, yeah. but also regular glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they could, like, transition to different... Oh. Transitions lenses? Well, yeah. Maybe they were, like, a Google Glass stitch. Oh, yeah, probably. So. Yeah, and so all the time he was walking around muttering, 45. Yeah. Zoom in. Zoom in. Stop. Stop. Wait, no. Stop. 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 Come back. No. Rotate. Ah. Enhance. Great. Great. That's. Are you listening, Google? That's what we wanted. Yeah. That's all you needed to do for Google Glass. (laughs) Yes. 
<laughs> yes, if the Google suite could become all voice control, I think everyone would be yeah. all on board. We won't look even more insane walking around talking to our glasses. <laughs> exactly. Forward. Reply all. <laughs> Delete. Internet no, browse. Delete. Take it back. Twitter. Reply. Like. Retweet. Bitmoji. The one where it's Batman. Oh, God. I'm just sad about the current future we live in. Yeah, this movie's two years away. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. They're I think we'll get there. Incept dates or whatever were Already in the happened. past yeah. now. Oh. So let's see. All that has to happen in two years is uh, the planet has to become incredibly gross. Okay. Urban decay has to take over completely. All animals have to die. Fair. Great. Uh, some glasses are gonna look real good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fashion's still gonna be top notch. Awesome. Yeah. Great facial hair. Mm-hmm. And a lot of depression and problematic uh, relationships yeah. between genders. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so, got it. I, I mean, I think we're, we're on, on track. track. We're on the right track. We're nailing it. <laughs> oh, this is the no. most like. When ever- is this coming out? October 6th. Happy Halloween, everybody. (laughs) We did this joke before. (laughs) Totes Recall is hosted by Molly Chase, Beth Gibbs, Dan Jaquette, and Dan Linden. Produced by Beth Gibbs. New episodes of Totes Recall drop on the 15th of every month. For more information and bonus content, visit us at totesrecall.com. Thank you so much for listening.